chapter 3, we are going to, I want to read verse 1 just for the sake of everything that's going on. It says, but know this, that in the last days, stressful times will come. Mm. Stressful times, dark times will come. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your word. And I pray that you will minister to us. Lord, that you will cause us to see your word. Let there be a revelation and an awakening within us, Father. In Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen. Uh, uh, you hear this, and here's Paul. And, and Paul is telling Timothy, there's going to be stressful times during the end times. There's going to be stressful times and dark times are going to come while you are in the word, while you're in the church, while you are serving God, while you give your life to God, there's going to be some battles. Somebody say battles. There's going to be battles. There's going to be temptations. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be confrontation. There's going to be accusations. There's going to be some things that are going to hit us. And we can't act like it's, oh my, like you can't act like, oh my God, this, this happened to me. Things happen in life. You never know what to experience. Things happen, stuff happens. But thank God we got Jesus. Come on. Thank God we got Jesus. We got God in our life. And thank God that he's there for us. And he helps us and guides us and leads us, directs us. He helps us get through this. And that's what Paul is telling Timothy. He helped me. That's why I'm telling you to understand that you need to hold on. Someone say, hold on. Hold on. And we broke down all those scriptures. And I want to go all the way down to verse 6. Verse 6, before I, I get going, I want to put a disclaimer here real quick. Women, don't take it personal. Just take it to heart. Because he's going to hit the women right now. We're going to hit the women. Don't worry. We'll get the men later. But right now, it's going to be you. And we're going to mix some stuff in there. All right, I'm gonna, it's for the men, too. But it's going to hit some stuff. It says these words in verse 6. For, for of this sort are those who creep into the households and making captives of gullible women. Some say silly women. Some say weak women. Some say easy women. Hmm. Loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as James and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith. Wow but they will progress no further for their folly will be manifest to all as theirs also was. Here is Paul and Paul is being precise. Paul is being adequate with his words. And you know anything about Paul, Paul says, look, I'm not a person who speaks very highly in words. He even talks about that. He goes, I don't got great words and great things but he's very being very precise in what he's saying here because he's laying out some things. And we talked about it last Sunday about having the form of godliness but denying the power. 
We talked about all the different uh, people that are going to become lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers. We talked about the disobedient to their parents, unthankful, unholy. We hit a lot of stuff. And, and if you didn't hear that sermon, I would go back and hear that sermon. It just covers so many things there. And he's integrating this now. And he says these words right in the beginning of that scripture. He says, for, those, for of this sort, for of this sort. What does that mean? He's talking about the false teachers. He's talking, talking about that we talked about earlier in the month. We have to watch out for the deception and the deceivers that will come into the church. So he's talking about false teachers and their method of practice. And he's talking about their views as they creep in. So you have to watch out when these people creep into the church. Hmm. And all these sorts, which, who are not really holding on to the pattern of salvation, who have different views and who have different method of practices. That's why the church leadership and the church that have the members of the church must be watchful that you don't allow the junk to come into the church and devour what God is building. Come on, somebody. It is so important. It is so important. We have seen, I've seen it so much through the church and through the years of pastoring and people will come in with different views and with false teaching and, and all of a sudden they'll get them and we're going to talk to them and all of a sudden they begin to understand and they come to an understanding. Either they accept it or they take off running. Because Why? Is because if we don't hold on to what we've learned, we'll give in to anything. If we don't hold on to what God has put in our lives, we'll give in to anything. We're living in the last days. And all, all these weird gospels and all these weird teaching that you can do this, oh, the grace of God. Yeah, the grace of God is there to help us get right, not to live in sin. Amen. It's like your wife. You, you like your wife. Your wife gives you grace. To get your act together. Amen. You're messing around with another girl. She gives you grace to get your act together. Not to continue to have two women at the same time. Two men at the same time. You don't hear me though. So women ain't got no grace for that. You, 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 you. My mom, I'm telling you because my mother had grace. My dad had another family going on when I was four years old. Four or five years old. He was a drug dealer doing what he was doing, and so he thought he could have two women at the same time. My mom found out and told him, look, either me or her, I'm done. While the other girl said, he's fine. She goes, he could keep her. Grace is to help us get our act together. That was a heavy, that, come on, that's the heaviest you're going to hear. That's the most real you're going to ever hear. And the grace is mercy that we didn't deserve. Something we didn't deserve. And God said, I'm giving you grace you don't deserve. So you can get yourself back where you belong. So you don't get caught up with this false teaching, these false practices, these false views. Oh, it's getting quiet. I know it's going to hit home now. I know God was going to move now. I don't need you to yell and scream, but I do need you to hear. And if you're going to scream and yell, just say, ouch, you'll be okay. Amen. And so he's saying this, you have to watch out. There is some crazy stuff out there. You've seen it, I've seen it. You, you've watched it, I've watched it. And people come in, you have to watch. You have to watch 
for this sort. And he goes, and those who creep into, creep into. Now listen, Paul knew how creepy this world was. And we know how creepy this world is. You used to be one of those creeps. Hello, somebody. You used to be in the world. You, your nickname probably was Creeper. Come on, somebody. And, and so, so he knows that people creep into the household. Now, I want you to catch this, please. He knows that the world is full of darkness, and he knows the creepiness that's out there. And he knows the chaos, so he's telling Timothy, Timothy, you need to watch out for all this stuff that's going on. You think it's only happening now, it's been happening then. It's been happening then, it's been happening back then. Because every time they would go and preach the gospel, and Paul would preach the gospel, somebody would come behind them to the crowds and try to persuade people. Hmm. And so he says you have to watch out because things are creeping into the household. Now listen to what I'm gonna say. Creeping, creepy things are, are in this world. But it's another thing to have creepy things in your house. Mm. It's, it, it's different to the world be filled with creepy things. But to allow it to enter into your own home is scary. So you have to watch what you let into your house. The word creep, creep into is translated as in the manner of a serpent, a snake, entering deceitfully and cunning. This is not just, oh, just being, this is being deceitful, cunning, serpent-like to enter into our houses. The houses represents our churches and our homes. And you have to watch out for this. And he's telling Timothy, watch out for this. Watch out for the snakes. We use that term lightly, but in reality, it's a real thing. So it's one thing to have it in the world, but it's another thing to let it in our houses. So keep, your, keep, your, keep holding on. Someone say, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go, here we go. We're going to about to take off. Hold it, put your belts a little tighter. Here we go. Who creep into the households and make captives of gullible women. Wow. And we're going to talk about captives right now, gullible women. But I want you to see this. Remember, Satan came and tempted who at the garden? And how did he come to her? As a serpent as a snake, cunning with betrayal, with falseness and a little bit of truth. And that's the way deception works. Deception works with 85% truth, 18% lies, and 15% lies, and that's what they get you with. And they deceive you and they turn things and they turn the gospel and they turn the word, they turn your lives around, and all of a sudden, we're gonna get into some scriptures that says you're full of knowledge, but never really obtaining the truth. So he deceived, the serpent came and tempted Eve rather than tempting Adam. There's a reason. The devil likes to go through gullible women to destroy great men. Yeah. 
He went through Eve. And women, that's why you have a period. Because of the devil. Men, that's why you work like a dog. Because of that devil. Because of that deception. That's why the birth is so intense. Because of the devil. Because of the deception. Because of the creeping into. He creeped into the Jesus. He creeped into the garden, ripped them off of the garden, took everything from them through a deception, through entering into their household. And that's his point, is to enter in and to take from you. Don't let that devil take from you. He took too much from me. He took my freedom from me. He took my youth from me. He took my innocence from me. He took life from me. No more. You ain't taking no more from me. No more jail time. No more craziness. Uh, no more about the local pinto viejo. None of that no more. How much more do you want to give up? How much more women do you want to give up? How much more men do you want to give up? You want to give now your 40s? Behind the bars, 50s, 60s? To the bottle? to the streets, destroying a marriage. Young teenagers, don't lose your youth. The Bible says lose it in the Lord. Don't lose it for just any guy who makes you feel good. If he don't treat your mom right and your dad right, they don't belong in that house. Because he's going to end up treating you wrong. I got one clap off for this. You don't have to clap. I'm just trying to help you. When I got with my wife, when I started dating my wife, I was good to Lucia. Now I mess with her a lot, but I was good to her, Lucia. My mother-in-law was like, no, I always want to take care of her. I know she thinks I don't love her, but I love her. I just can't show her too much because... But she'd do anything for me. If I asked her to do something, she'd do it for me. Matter of fact, her husband who went to be with the Lord, I, he was in the men's home. I got him back into the house when I was dating his daughter. I said, come on, I'll bring you on the pass. Let's go. I'll get you into your own house. And after that, if I didn't do that, Joseph wouldn't have been here and Ray wouldn't be here. He had two babies out of that. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't just, don't lose yourself to all these things, and I'm going to get into that. And, and he says, gullible, gullible, gullible. Gullible means this, easily deceived, weak. Ah. Gullible also means this, those who will believe or pay attention to mostly anything if it's delivered to them right. Sometimes we believe lies because they're so good, man. Oh, man, they're good. Big old whoppers, man. Bird King ain't got nothing on you guys. And people are gullible listening, listening, and you just suck it in, you eat it up. And that's what he's saying. He's saying these gullible women are believing the falseness of these false teachers and their views because women really want to see things better. Women are nurturers. They want to nurture. 
They want to take care of men. We're conquerors. We always want to fight. We always want to do something. We always just conquerors. We want to conquer things. And after we're done conquering, we feel like we've done nothing no more. <laughs> On to the next thing. But women are constantly wanting to see how can they make things better. So, so that's when he comes toward the gullible women. The easy women who are deceived. Now, I want you to catch this, please. Uh, he says, make captives. The word captives means to be chained. The devil wants to chain up the weak, gullible women. Women, if you don't know your word, you become gullible. Some women prey on other women. Huh. Strong women will prey on gullible women. So you have to know your word. You can't be so gullible. Come on, come on, amen, come on, amen. You can't be so gullible that you lose out in what God has for you. I'll never forget it. I've heard me tell the story one time. One of the ladies in the women's home was sitting there, and one guy had her talking to her, and she was like in a spell. My son was with me, and she was like in a spell, and he's telling her all this fake stuff about the gospel. And I walked up. She didn't even recognize me. But the Holy Ghost was that holy. When I came with the Holy Ghost, I said, I rebuke you, devil. And he looked at me like this, and, and she looked at me like her face started changing. I didn't even know it was her because falseness is demonic. I won't get into a lot of that stuff. And, and all of a sudden, it, 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 she caught me, and she looked at me like, oh, pastor. And I looked at him and said, this is wrong. I rebuked that. That's some false stuff. He looked at me, and I said, look, I ain't going to argue with you. I just don't believe that. And he, he looked at me, and he just put his head down, and he left. My son was there. He would tell you, the Holy Ghost is, and I pray for her. And, and this is what I said. I said, you're so gullible that you're going to miss your whole life because of it. So you can't, you can't allow yourself to be easily deceived, guys. You got to know your word. You got to know you got to fight and stand. It says, you know what? I'm not going to be gullible. I refuse to be gullible. I know my word. I'm not going to be weak. The only time you're going to be weak is to your husband. Oh, play it off because you know you're stronger than him. He says captive. Captive means to be chained up. Now listen to me. Paul mentioned bounds by the influence of the end times when he's talking about captives. Because he knows what it is to be busted. He knows what it is to be tied down to Onesimus. He knew what it was to be with somebody who was useless, who became useful. He knows what it is to be in chains. He's done a lot of time. He knows what it is to be, I'm telling you, he knows what it is to be in shackles. You know, uh, Paul and Silas were, were shackled down and, and from the feet to the hands to unmovable places. He knows what shackles do. And he knows what it is to be a captive. And he knows that. And, and this is what I want you to see. How do you know you become captive to falseness? How do you know you become captive to all these different things? And, and, and I'm going to tell you right now. He said these words, loaded down with sin, led away by various lusts. Now listen to this. How do you know you're a captive? There is one effective way to know. Walk away from any kind of worldly influence on your life and see if the chain doesn't pull you right back. Let me say it a little simpler. If you say, you're, I'm not a captive to nothing, nothing has me, Pastor. I'm not this dark world that had nothing on me. Then walk away from any worldly thing 
And let's see not if it doesn't pull you right back in. I talk about the elephant all the time, the elephant mentality. The elephant is a young kid. When he's small, they put a shackle, a chain on his leg and pin him to the ground. And his whole life, he's thinking he could never be free. In his mind, he's never going to be free. So that, that chain limits his walk, limits his, limit, his limitation. He starts walking and he gets pulled right back. He starts taking off this way, pulls him right back. Because he knows he's not free, he's a captive. But he knows, all he has to do, he doesn't know, all he has to do is really just go like this. And that's what we need to understand. The greater he that's in us than he that's in world. The Bible said that we can overcome evil by doing good. Amen. If we submit to God, resist the devil, he shall flee. So there is so much power in us that we believe the lie and we stay captive. We stay captive to things. We stay captive to various lusts. We stay captive to various things of the world. I can never let go. I can never stop. We are too gullible. We're captive. We're held down. It goes on, it says these words, gullible woman loaded down with sin. Listen, listen to this. He, he loaded down with sin. He's referring to women when sin upon sin feeds for death, the Bible says, but with, with so much pressure that they become sinful. Women, you get so much pressure. Women don't understand that women get so much pressure. Men, we think they don't get no pressure. If you're married and you have kids and your wife is staying home, you stay home and do everything they do. And try, oh, I can no, I, I, I can't do it. I don't even want to try it. Or maybe they both work. And then when they come home, the wife does a lot more. I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm guilty. I see it. And so when I read this, all I can see is, 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 man, the pressure of the family, the pressure of things going wrong, the pressure of stuff happening, the load becomes heavy. The load gets heavy and heavy that now it becomes sinful. What do I mean sinful? Now they are stinking weird. They are speaking weird they are, they are speaking sinful they are thinking sinful their heart becomes sinful and their actions become sinful now that sweet woman oh my god becomes the reality it's a thin line between love and hate <laughs> waiting in the hospital because of the load it, it got so heavy that her thinking started tripping her thinking started going. Her, her mouth began to go. And you know the Bible says that a, a woman who doesn't stop talking is like a faucet and it's going to kill you. I've been married 21 years. I tying up that faucet. And then I got two other daughters and I tell my, my, my youngest daughter scares me. Because you cannot say one thing without her coming back with a comment. Oh, I'm like, I feel bad for that dude. I feel bad for her husband. And I tell her, I tell her, we'd be at dinner and she's doing something and she'd be like, she's a one-liner. Boom. I'm like, where did that come from? 
Stop saying stuff like that. Stop talking like that. I'm like constantly trying to tighten up the faucet. Pretty soon I see, you know what? Maybe all the guys will run. Praise God, let it go. <laughs> but yeah, what begins to happen is, is the pressure. And, and what happens is we start thinking weird and, and, and our mouth begins to change and our heart, that's the scary thing is when a woman's heart turns. Oh, man. Because she was gullible enough to believe you, gullible enough to trust you. Now, this is not just going for the false, but this is for the truth. That much, and which led to this church, and please listen to this, led away by various lusts. Other words, lust means pleasure. Various means all kinds of pleasures. So she's saying, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to leave for a better life. A better man. <laughs> a better this, a better that. And this is what's happening in the church. And that's what he says. You have to watch out for these false teachers false practices, false methods, false views, because they're going to creep in cunningly, and they're going to take weak women, not that they're gullible in a sense that they don't want change, but they want it, so then they'll give in to anything. And these men will creep in, women will creep in, and deceive them like Eve was deceived. And all these women are loaded down with so much stuff that they find themselves being lost. How scary. Let me give you this last scripture. We're going to close with this scripture. Always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Always learning. The false teachers are teaching knowledge, but never the plan of salvation, as Paul taught Timothy. You listening to me? Never able, these people are never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Because the Bible says truth will set us what? Free. So here's these false teachers, and they're teaching the gullible people, and they're teaching the people who are catching this. And they may learn many things, but never the truth. Wow. They can be on a Zoom call. They can be on a Facebook call. They can be on a personal call, but never really learning God, the truth. They might learn many things, listen to this, but are still strangers to the power of Jesus. And that's what he's saying. You see, they might learn all, always learning, always learning, always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth, never come to the knowledge and the power of God and being a stranger to Jesus after knowing all about him. Because you can know about somebody and never really meet them. Some of you act like you know the actors, like if they're your best friends. You're a sport team. You're like, you can tell the stats and everything you know about your football team, your basketball team. You can, you can get down on your baseball team and you, you, you just, you hear their voice, you know it's him. 
but there is no real relationship. No real relationship. And that's what he's saying. Don't get tricked, church. Don't get robbed. And learn so much, but never learning the truth and never really building a relationship with Jesus Christ. Come on, amen. Let's all stand. He gives you, I'm gonna finish this because I got to finish this, sorry. But we can stand, we're gonna finish this. I'll do it quick. These two guys in verse eight and nine because I wanna do something with 10 and all the way down to 17 next Sunday. But these two guys says, now as James and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt, men of corrupt minds. Well, these two guys are the same guys that when Moses went to Pharaoh and dropped his rod, that the two magicians did the same thing. They did the same thing. They did the same thing. And the, uh, uh, the two snakes fell. He did it. He did the same miracles. The same miracles. They did the same miracle. When he poured blood, it was blood. When it was withered, it was withered. Did a couple plagues. But it came to a point that the devil couldn't imitate God no more. There come a point when false teaching and devils and thieves and liars can imitate God. But there comes a point they can't no more. Come on, somebody, come to a point. These two men who resisted Moses did real miracles through the power of darkness. is a great God. He's a mighty God. Because there are people who are demon-possessed. There are people who walk and function in demonic powers. You got those that are palm-reading and those that can uh, 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 do all these new age, new age things, new age makes it feel like it's right, all these new age stuff, one of these crystals and all these crazy demonic stuff. We cannot be seduced by that. Listen to what I'm saying. You cannot be seduced by that stuff. Oh, la curandera, oh, she's a good witch. No, she's a witch regardless of what, it's demonic. They're just like these two guys. They're just like these two guys that resisted Moses into the church. The devil loves to go to church. He used to be in heaven. As much as God is real, the devil's real. We don't fear the enemy, but you better fear him if your life ain't right with God. You leave him a foothold, he'll take over. 
remember demons masquerade as an angel of light so you have to watch yourself and I tell you guys all the time you gotta stay away from the palm reading stay away from oh I'm a, I'm a Leo and I'm a zebra no you're a fool
reconciliated you with God. That means now that thing that was broken is now was restored. Because simply you believed in his son Jesus Christ. If that's you today, you say, Pastor, I need Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. If that's you this morning, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God sees that hand. Maybe you're watching this live and this is your first time watching us. And, and you're saying, I need Jesus. Just lift up a hand, throw a hand here. I'll see your hand. I'll be praying for you. Or maybe you fell away from God. You're saying, Pastor, God's mad at me. He's upset with me. Let me tell you, he is not mad at you. He's not upset with you. He loves you. The Bible says that he's married to you. He's married to us. And he's saying, I'm waiting for you. My arms are open. I'm ready to celebrate with you. I'm ready to throw a party with you because I want you to come back into my loving arms. You say, Pastor, I'm tired of doing the same old thing. I'm tired of living the same old life. I'm tired of being a captive. I'm tired of wasting away. I'm tired of being caught up in sin and lust. I'm tired of being caught up in addiction. I'm, I'm tired of being caught up with all these lies. And today, I choose to be free because I need Jesus in my life. If that's you, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. Hands are going up throughout the whole church, and we're going to pray. And those that are watching this live, we're going to pray, we're going to pray. We're going to say this prayer. But also, you're saying, Pastor, God dealt with me. God dealt with me. Man, I don't want to be gullible. I don't want to be thinking weird and speaking weird and getting weird-hearted and, and act, do things wrong. I don't want to do that. I don't want to give in to lies. I don't want to give in to the manipulation, and I don't want to. I rebuke that, and it's exposed in my life. And so I'm going to get things right. I'm going to get back where I belong. I'm going to get my strength back. I'm going to get my power back. I'm going to get back what God has given me. If that's you, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. Ooh, hands are going up. Hands are going up. Thank you, Jesus. So we're going to say this prayer. And I want us all to say this prayer. Those that are watching us, say this prayer. Say, Jesus. Wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for dying on the cross and setting me free. In Jesus' name. Devil, you're a liar. I rebuke you from my life. Every shackle and every chain is broken. Every addiction is broken. In Jesus' name, every lust is broken. In the name of Jesus. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering. Amen. Hallelujah. You said that prayer. You have been forgiven. You've been reconciliated with God. God is saying now, plug into a church, read your word, let God use you. This is a new start. You're living a new life. You've been justified. What does that mean, Pastor? Just as you've never sinned, this is a new day. Come on, church. This is a new day for you. A good day for you. The Bible says that heaven is rejoicing. There's a party going on in heaven right now. And I'm going to pray for the church. I want to pray in general. Father, I want to thank you for all those that are here this morning and all those that are watching us, oh God. Lord, I just pray, Father God, that you would begin to break things off us, God. Every lie of the enemy, everything that tried to weaken our minds, that we would get back being sober-minded, Father, knowing the truth, oh God. Get
generation of mighty men and mighty women, God, letting them know that greatness is in them and they are called to make a difference and they are called to be great and mighty. I pray you would touch them and strengthen them, God, that you would use their lives mightily. I pray for their homes, oh God, that they would look for things that don't belong there and get rid of them and clean it up, oh God, so that peace and the power of God will be established and they will anoint their homes and rebuke every lie of the enemy and every strategy of Devil, you're a demon. Here, you are rebuked. You are defeated. You are exposed. And we plead the blood, the blood of God's children. I pray for every relationship. I pray for all those that are dating God. I pray a blessing on the relationship. I pray for all those that are getting married. God, I pray a blessing on the relationship. I pray for those that are married. I pray a blessing on the relationship. I pray for all the families that declare a blessing on them, God. We pray for prosperity on them. And we pray for protection upon them, God. Expose the devil, God, and every snake that tries to enter into their homes. We pray you will protect the church, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Come on now. I just want you to